Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here on uh, WATD, WMEX, uh, WBMS, I think. No, BMS is, uh, we are on BMS tonight. Very nice. So all of your friends down south, uh, we, we got the BMS network up there now. And uh, we, are, we are filming tonight for our version four of our venture into the Roku network. I've changed my mind about doing it about a thousand times today. <laughs> I just, would say how long. <laughs> just just today, but be that as it may. Welcome, everybody. Uh, we've got a, 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 an action-packed show tonight. We've uh, got uh, our good friend Justin Latini's on from the... Uh, we'll let him, him introduce himself uh, uh, again, but a, a friend of the show that hasn't been on uh, for a while, uh, uh, Michaela from... Uh, Fall River. Now. Fall River now. Imagine. And a guest. And a guest. And a friend. Do you yes. want to introduce your friend, Michaela? It's Michaela. Um, so I have my Great Dane service dog. She's laying down on the floor over here. Um, her name is Rabbit, and she's part of the Winnie the Pooh litter. So her whole litter is named after Winnie the Pooh characters. Wow. And I got her from an organization up in Ipswich, Massachusetts called Service Dog Project. And that's what they do is they breed and raise Great Danes to be service dogs. And they've matched about just over 200. Wow, that's that's amazing. I, I actually came into contact with them 10 years ago when I was director of career services at ITT Tech, we had a couple of veterans that were a little bit not not real steady. Yep. We brought the, the couple of dogs in. It was um, a match made in heaven, much like your match. Yeah, she's been incredible. Um, as you know, I have I've had mobility stability issues uh, with the fact of my TBI and then now it's slightly gotten worse since my car accident, and so she's been a godsend. Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, how was the process? Uh, I, I know we're kind of going off the track of what we <laughs> talked about, but, uh, you, you know, rabbit's rabbit. Right. Um, so I put in an application just like you would do to any other service dog um, yeah. organization. Yeah. And I got her rather quickly because um, District Rotary 7930 up in... Um, North Shore and Southern New Hampshire, they, they were doing their community project, and their community project was to raise money for Service Dog Project. And as they were sitting there thinking about everything, they really wanted it to go to a female veteran. And so, lo and behold, like a couple are. months later, I was matched, and it was amazing because I was just like, "Wait, what?" So, so you weren't on a, on a waiting list for three or four years? No. And actually, up at Service Dog Project, they try to um, accommodate veterans and first responders by matching them first. Interesting. And especially, like for me, I, I'm very active, just like you know. Yeah. And just being out there in the public. And it's great PR for them. Sure. 
Sure, and and she gets along fine. I mean, you walked up here, no problem. We were at Bridgewater University yep. last week. Not a peep out of her. No, she's curled up underneath the table. And she cook up the whole damn table. Yeah. Like, hey, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, least, at least she wasn't, like, sprawled out so that, like, President Clark could trip over her or something. No, we wouldn't want that to happen. We wouldn't that. Well, well, welcome. And Thank she climbed you. up the stairs with you, no problem, goes yep. up and down she the stairs. She actually helped support me going up the stairs, and then she supports me helping going down the stairs. So, like I said. Wow. So instead wow. of having a cane, a walker, or a wheelchair, that's my durable piece of equipment considered by the VA. Very nice. Very nice. Well, I'm glad they did because I, I feel your smile. <laughs> Yeah, I feel you're in a smile. Yeah. That, that you feel safe. I, I feel a lot safer and more confident with my abilities to walk long distances yeah. and stuff like that. But Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, And it, not just, I, I'm here not because I have a service dog. I'm here because I'm the VSO for the city of Fall River. So. Imagine. And you folks have a, have a wall in Fall River, don't you? We most certainly do. It's it, an amazing one. An, an amazing wall. And Justin... Uh, why don't you expound a little bit about on this uh, wonderful uh, uh, wall that you've created? Well, back in 2017, a group of veterans and non-veterans in the in the Fall River area, uh, South Coast area, got together, and under the leadership of a gentleman named Joe Marshall, uh, the committee members uh, each had a task, and we went out and we uh, raised 1.5 million dollars in the three and a half years. Um, the project was we bought the proprietary rights um, for the wall, which included Massachusetts and the state of Rhode Island because it's a 50 mile radius. Okay. Uh, location is right on the uh, river in in, um, in Fall River, about 1.1 miles north of Battleship Cove. So it's a great uh, landmark to, to find. It's easy to find. What a great day. You can walk from one spot to Ab the other. Absolutely. There's a walkway all the way down along the river, the uh, waterfront. Um, it's a nice walk. Summertime, it's you know amazing. You get a nice breeze off the water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there are several other monuments at the park. And the, the wall is an 80% replica. So it's 360 feet long. There are only three others in the country um, this size. Wow. And, wow. Congratulations. Uh, That's a big undertaking with some pretty tough fundraising times. Yeah, it was challenging. The uh, And what makes it is, you know, we had some state money and some local money come in. And obviously uh, the, the businesses stepped up. But it was the $5 donations from... You know, an 82-year-old woman who said that, you know, her husband had served in Vietnam or, mm. or you know, a small group of kids got together and raised, you know, $35. Wasn't that the way they got the battleship Massachusetts to, to Fall River by Nichols and... Nichols pennies, and I understand. Yeah. 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 No, the pennies was the Constitution. And my dad, in school, he always said, I paid for the Constitution. He gave him a penny. Oh, and, oh yeah, but, yeah. but the battleship, battleship was, was, was definitely... Was uh, yeah, yeah, pennies. Oh, oh ab absolutely, I school remember. School kids would raise it. Yep, we, we've had a couple of, uh, of uh, great events on the battleship, uh, Massachusetts. Like to, you know, re return. We had 1,500 vets there one day. Yeah. It was the Big largest mammy. event... Uh, that uh, the place was was dynamic. We had the bands up on top of the 16-inch guns. We're firing the the five-inch big loud things that they had reverberating off the off the windows. Talk about shaking some windows, Wolfie. Uh, and they shake them all the way across over at Somerset. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we yeah. do that on Memorial Day. We those guns get shot off, and I'll tell you, we have a, a noontime ceremony on the battleship, and right around quarter of one. 
uh, that you can hear that when those go off, you can hear those windows. I mean, it's just yeah, nice. Uh, it's just amazing when those things go off. Now that's the five inch gun, right? Five inch. Yep. And uh, so the uh, the wall is uh, open twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, it's actually dusk to dawn, but it is lit up during the evening. And uh, the nice thing is that uh, we used to. Uh, I belong to the Vietnam Veterans of America, Chapter 207. We're a separate organization from the VFW, DAV. We have our own organization, and we have over 100,000 members throughout the United States. And um, we, uh, we, in the past 30 years, we used to hold the um, Vietnam Remembrance Day, which is March 29th. We would hold it up in a park called Kennedy Park in Fall River because there was no wall, no place to hold it. And then uh, several years ago, it was moved to City Hall. But now that the wall is completed, um, this year... What a perfect venue. We're actually holding it at the wow. wall tomorrow, Friday wow. the 25th. We always hold the ceremony the Friday before so that other groups can go to other events that are happening. So it's tomorrow, uh, March 25th, 1 o'clock at the wall in Fall River. Uh, we're going to hold a Vietnam Remembrance Day. And for those people who, who forget, maybe Memorial Day is, you know, we, we, uh, we remember those who were killed in, in, in war. And on Veterans Day, we remember all veterans. But to, uh, the tomorrow's ceremony, it's about the Vietnam, the 9 million who, men and women who served during the war. They're called wartime veterans. And it's, so it's kind of a special day for the Vietnam veterans who can come together, those who served in country and those who served in bases all over the world, whether you were uh, in a weather station in Alaska, uh, you were on a ship somewhere, or in my case, submarines around the world. Uh, you get to come together with fellow uh, Vietnam veterans and uh, and celebrate that. Uh, well, know, and, and, and unfortunately, between Agent Orange and the burn pits, it's like the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Y you know, now all of a sudden, vets 20, 30 years down the road are, are contracting Parkinson's disease. And we we've just had a we just had a one hour show last week about the horrors of Parkinson's disease and the the strides that are that are that are being made. But boy, um, it, it, there's just not a, a good part about it. There need to be more strides made. It was just with one of my closest friends who, from because of the coffees, got into the system. They finally proved that it was Agent Orange, and um, he's having a tough day. Went over to Kibitz with him, and uh, and he just looked at me and he went. Agent Orange. Yeah. It's, so, it's And one thing about the Vietnam veterans is three things that we're pretty proud of. It's, uh, first is that uh, we're the first generation of veterans to talk about PTSD openly. Uh, we also got the POW MIA flag to fly. And the third thing is these uh, Agent Orange. We, we've, we've spearheaded that for the past 20 years. The new legislation coming out not only covers Vietnam veterans, but the, the guys who have served in the last war on terror, these Afghan guys who have been over there in sure. the burn pits. And for Vietnam veterans of America. To, it actually goes back to the Persian Gulf, Desert Shield, Desert Storm. Right. Sure. Yeah. So anything Vietnam forward. Sure. Um, and for our organization, Vietnam Veterans of America, our national motto is never again will one generation of veterans abandon another. And by spearheading these legislation since 1981, um, we've opened the door for these the next generation of veterans to be able to piggyback on our legislation to get services that they've earned and I oh when I talk to veterans that's the first thing I said is you served you went where they told you to go you did what they told you to do and you came home when they told you to come home be proud of your service 
and whatever you have for benefits, you've earned those. And a lot of veterans, you know, they, they don't feel that way. No, well, because of the non-welcome when they, when they came home, the non-reception by other veterans groups. Absolutely. All of a sudden, you're out on, on your own and, you know, pointing fingers, oh, what's the matter, Vietnam veterans, you can't take it? So I'm going to interject there for a minute. As a veteran service officer, that's not just Vietnam veterans. That's anybody. I've had so many veterans come in and say, oh, um, there's somebody else who deserves it more. Oh, sure. Every and, time. And every so time, one oh of the God. things, every time, so I, like Justin said, every time I meet a veteran, I was like, oh, have you filed for your VA benefits? Do you know about Chapter 115, which is the, we're the only state in the union who has Chapter 115, and we don't have a fancy name for it because it dates back to, to the Civil War. And so we provide benefits to veterans, their surviving spouses, who are income, it's an income-based thing. Let's, let's, let's hold it right there. We need okay. to take a quick break for our, for our uh, sponsors, but when we come back, let's pick up again on, on, on 115 and how it affects the Vietnam-era veterans, yep. and, and how about the spouses of the Vietnam veterans that are dying from Agent Orange? Correct. What, what kind of benefits are they uh, eligible for? But why don't, if we could touch on that when we come back? Most certainly. All righty. Ben, why don't you take it away here, kid, and we'll be back after these messages. Welcome, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Greg Brasso uh, hosting tonight's show on uh, uh, the next week is the fifth year commemoration. Uh, what? Why does the fifth year come up uh, to me? What they did was, um, I think it was Barack Obama um, several years ago, I think in 2012, it was the 50th anniversary, and that will run to... 2025 will be the 50th anniversary of the end of the war so whenever you served it if you served in 66 then in 2016 that would have been your 50th year um so this year anybody who served in 1972 this is their 50th year um of, of uh the war okay and it will end in in 2025 that's and but this organization every year will celebrate celebrates each year as the 50th so we are got three more to go, and then that will be the 50th anniversary of the end of the war in um, April 30th of uh, 2020, 2025. And so, Michaela, um, you, you had mentioned 115 benefits or survivor yep. benefits. There's, we, next week is Gold Star Family Night here. Correct. Again. And the, both of the ladies, the two spear-leading uh, ladies there, both were Vietnam veteran uh, 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 spouses. Yeah. One died. I think one of their spouses died in 2017, and another one died in 2015. I might have mixed right. mixed up the dates. Just uh, close. That's roughly what it was. I, I I think that's what it was. But now they're eligible for benefits, are they not? Uh, yes, and it it all depends. Okay, so yes, you're you have a service-connected disability and you pass away um, due to your service-connected disability. Mm -hmm. So yep. if they pass away due to their illnesses connected with the Agent Orange, then yes, that surviving spouse can apply for 
um, death benefits. That was confirmed by none other than uh, uh, Secretary Poppy. Uh, yep. She was live on the show. And when we were, we would uh, uh, two weeks, uh, 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 two weeks ago. I think two weeks ago she was on the show. But she confirmed, yep. you know, in the background that yeah. uh, anybody in Massachusetts. Oh, so with that being said, yes. So once um, a Gold Star spouse, um, a parent, or the children of killed in action, they can apply for an annuity that is administered by the Commonwealth through Department of Veteran Services and it's a thousand dollars twice a year but for a service-connected veteran you have to be 100% service-connected in order to get it but like I said as a Gold Star family member you can apply and if you didn't know about the benefit before They'll backdate it to. They'll retro. Oh, it. really? Yes. Yeah, we we've been asking that that question. What about those that didn't know that they were even right. that they would qualify now? My gold star family was killed in action. Mm -hmm. you, you, you know, and when she, when they told me that that it, it, it's a little bit gray now. Right. I, I I was shocked, but I immediately thought of all the spouses out there that don't know enough. To apply for this benefit so again that's just like massachusetts yes like we we lead the nation in benefits to our veterans but like i was saying previously um chapter 115 benefits it's an income-based program that low-income veterans their surviving spouses male or female um can apply and they go through a whole certification process and then they're they're brought into this um, system and again it all depends on what their income level is but again we're the only state in the union that has this type of a benefit well i know that uh that that the united that that all of uh massachusetts is lucky to have wonderful folks like yourself Michaela, and you know, we're the only state in the nation, are we not? With a yes. with a VSO in every town. Yes. And within within the size of. Right. Well, and again, that dates back to Chapter One Fifteen, back to the Civil War. Yeah. And it mandates that there is a veterans officer in every community. Back then, obviously, there weren't that many communities, but yes, depending upon population, if you're below a certain amount, you only have to have a part time, and the other it's a full time so it all depends but i love karen and lisa from down here yeah. in marshfield oh, they're yeah they're awesome um but we have a really tight network of all of our vsos and if one can't do something we reach out to another yep. and ask them so it's a great it's, it's, network. It's, it's a it's a great network and at this point in time i'd like to divert from the show a little bit uh cheryl poppy sent out a uh a, um, a a message this week uh, about the four Marines uh, yes. who uh, who unfortunately uh, gave their lives in a in a training exercise, not warfare, training. training yeah. you, you, you know, and and from the day they sign up till the day they unsign, your your life is at risk. Twenty four hours a day, yeah. and and no matter where you are, you never know. And to quote Cheryl Poppy, 
We offer our deepest condolences to the families of the four Marines that died in a crash during a training flight south of Bodo, Norway, in support of Exercise Gold Response 2022. March 18, 2022, all four Marines were assigned to Marine Medium Tilt Rotor Squadron 261. The names of the deceased are... Captain Matthew J. Tomkowitz of Fort Wayne, Indiana. Captain Ross A. Reynolds of Lemonster, Massachusetts. Gunnery Sergeant James W. Speedy of Cambridge, Ohio. Corporal Jacob M. Moore of Gatlinburg, Kentucky. The Marine Corps assisted the Norwegian-led recovery effort. The deceased Marines were successfully removed from the crash site are in the process of being returned to the U.S. at this time. The cause of the crash is currently under investigation. The deceased will be reunited with their families through dignified transfer in the coming days. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of uh, Veterans Voice uh, tonight, uh, talking about uh, the Vietnam uh, uh, commemoration that's going to be held next week. But before we uh, before we get back to the show, uh, there is a uh, veteran, uh, a Vietnam veteran lapel pin that's available to all who served. It's a lasting memento of the nation's thanks. WATD's Dan McCready has more. A presentation with the pins is planned for March 29th. So in 2017, the 115th Congress of the United States sent a bill called the Vietnam Veterans War Recognition Act to our 45th president to sign. So this date, it designates every March 29th as National Vietnam War Veterans Day. The date was chosen for a couple of reasons. One was to observe the day U.S. troops departed Vietnam officially and because it was also the last known uh, the last known POWs were released that day. Hingham's Director of Veteran Services, Keith German, shared details with Christine James. And thousands of host communities or commemorative partners, as they're called, around the nation will have the privilege of presenting a Vietnam War commemorative pin 
uh, to these veterans and to their deceased veteran surviving spouses. For more information, you can go to the Town of Hingham's website or call the Office of Veteran Services at 781-741-1440. Our entire interview with Keith German can be found on our website, 959WATD.com. Dan McCready, WATD News. Another great job by Dan McCready. Uh, it, it's great to work with the news department here because we uh, always are privileged to uh, pick up on the local uh, uh, veterans uh, and uh, the, the news services that we provide. And I'm real happy and, and proud to be with uh, WATD and WMEX. They uh, provide us the, uh, the bandwidth to, to address all these issues that, uh, that, that we're uh, uh, addressing. But... Uh, on the phone right now, I think we have a good friend of the show, uh, uh, Cliff. Uh, are you out there, my friend? Yeah, Greg, I'm here. That's good. Wolfie's here, yeah, Justin's Cliff. here, Michaela's oh, here, yeah. Rabbit's here, Gina. We there. got the whole damn party here. You, Cliff is calling cool. me because he wants me to walk the plank. That's, that's oh. good. No. <laughs> Wolfie, you need to keep them in line. Please. <laughs> <laughs> that's the right guy. Something about the blind and the blinds. What is that story? <laughs> yeah, the blind leading the blind. Yeah. yeah yes, but uh, uh, Cliff, you got something going on uh, next Tuesday. Yeah, we do. Um, so this kind of all started as a little bit more of a harebrained scheme. And um, myself over at the Boston Vet Center and some of our partner vet centers out in Springfield and Lowell uh, were kind of sitting around as things were opening up and we were thinking about, um, we usually host some kind of commemoration event every year for Vietnam Veterans Recognition Day. Last year we hosted a pretty well attended virtual event that went really well. And this year we thought, well, since things are opening up, why don't we go ahead and do something in person? So we got together with the uh, U.S. Constitution Navy personnel and the U.S. Constitution um, Museum personnel and we got their permission to use their space, and we're going to be hosting a recognition event on March 29th, uh, this next Tuesday, from around 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. out in the Charleston Navy Yard. Very nice. And what's the, uh, what's the agenda uh, going to be like, Cliff? So we're, we're trying to keep it relatively simple. The idea, more than anything else, is to um, let it be an outpouring of love and appreciation for the Vietnam veterans of this state. Um, the Vietnam veterans are one of the most special generation of American veterans. The legacy that they leave behind, both in their panache, their courage, and the, the things that they struggled for and what they have given my generation of veterans, just can never be repaid. So we want it to just be something relatively simple that they can feel appreciated by. So we're going to have um, the spaces can open up around 915. Folks are going to be able to come in. We're going to ask that people kind of check in at the main gate. We're going to have some kind of like socializing time. People can like walk around, talk with each other. Um, we're going to fill as many seats as we can, pier side with the backdrop of the USS Constitution uh, being right behind. Everybody's going to be able to stare at that. Uh, and then we're going to open up the event. Dr. Marika Solhan, who is our director, is going to be talking a little bit about the history of the vet centers um, and their strong ties to the Vietnam veterans. Um, we also have Dr. Terrence Keene, who is widely considered to be the father of PTSD uh, from VA Boston Healthcare System. He's done just amazing work over the years with creating the concept of what we think of as PTSD, the metrics that we use, uh, and all of the kind of major changes that we've seen over the years. He had a big, big hand in all of that. And he's going to come and talk about what it was like to work with Vietnam veterans over these years and what is their legacy that they leave behind. Then we also have uh, John Manzini, 
uh, who is a Vietnam veteran with a really powerful and unique story and his journey of going to war and coming home and the struggles that he endured and finding his way to care, uh, both through the Boston Vet Center and the VA, is really powerful, and he's going to share that with us. Sounds like uh, an all-star all lineup there, Cliff. Yeah, I think we're, we're going to do pretty good. We're going to wrap it all up with a pinning ceremony. Uh, myself and a number of OAF, OEF veterans are going to bring up as many Vietnam veterans that decide to attend that would like to receive a, the pin uh, that was just being talked about previously. Um, we're going to do a very special kind of pinning ceremony for them. Um, and then afterwards, folks will be able to kind of take some special tours. The Captain Young is going to be open. The museum will be open. Uh, we've got some box lunches catered by Lori's 909 out at Wakefield. Um, some snacks and water all going to be provided from, uh, from Wolfie. So I think we're going to have a pretty good event. I think it's going to be pretty tight, though. There's a lot of people interested in this event. But what? it's for Vietnam veterans. Um, it is our outpouring of love and appreciation for them. Well, and and uh, it's it's really come together uh, uh, very uh, very nicely, uh, Cliff. I think you got a beautiful venue, and uh, just to be able to walk through the uh, the museum of the Constitution, uh, I, I don't think uh, many of us have been there. Oh, awesome! Well, I'm excited to create an opportunity for folks to to get out and kind of reconnect with each other socially, reconnect with the city reconnect with our veteran heritage, I think it will be a good opportunity for a lot of folks. Now, Cliff, do people still have to sign up? Or what, what's the, uh, what, what are your, uh, are you almost filled up? Um, so we've had to keep on kind of bumping the registration things because people huh. are pretty excited about it. So I, I keep on explaining this to people the best that I can. So the registration is optional. Um, we are continuing to keep it open so we can keep good data points on how many people are registering. Um, but people don't need to register. Um, with that in mind, we are we have certain planning factors that we're going for. So I'm we're trying to bring in as much food and water and chairs for everybody that we can. But if this thing gets blown out, then um, you know we're going to do the best we can. But we're going to make sure that all the Vietnam veterans have seats. Everybody's going to get some kind of food and water. But we may ask for some people to kind of stand in the back and give the seats to the Vietnam veterans in case space becomes an issue. And we hope that people will understand and appreciate the positive intent of what we're trying to do. Well, it, it, it's a great effort, uh, uh, Cliff. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And I know Wolfie and all of uh, his goon squad are yeah, going to be the there the helping squad, everybody they're, they're, out. They're all ready. We, they said, what exactly do you want us to do? I said, make the event a success. We're all going to be on yeah. standby for Cliff to make it a success. And um, we've been well-trained from WMEX and ATD food drive through so we're used to giving out food in hectic conditions, snow, rain. Excellent. So, so Doesn't we're, matter. We're well-trained for gonna, this event. Fright, frightfully well-trained. You're going to <laughs> find that one of my favorite things to do in the world is delegate things. So you're going to watch me in a swirl of chaos just start pointing at stuff oh. and expecting people to do things. I don't know if you noticed, but I used to be an officer. Don't hold it against me. No. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. We got it. <laughs> We're excited. Everyone's really excited. We just have the A-team from the Goon Squad. So once again, Cliff, about 9.15, 9, 9 o'clock, 9.15 uh, uh, or so, you're going to... Uh, 9.45. Oh, I thought he... I thought well, so Cliff just said 9.15. So, so it's about 10. Get the there early. The event will start at, the actual event, the ceremony will start at 10. At If you've never been to the USS Constitution Naval Yard, it's uh, there's like kind of this large kind of fenced off area that it blocks off what we call pier side from the rest of the space. So at 9.15, those gates will open and we'll start admitting people into the space to kind of mingle. Probably around like 9.50, um, I'm gonna ask people to start taking their seats 
and then we hope to get started by about 10 o'clock. Perfect. Perfect. Well, the weather look, looks uh, like it's going to cooperate, Cliff, so um, get ready. I'm sure you won't sleep from now until uh, Tuesday afternoon, so, uh, you know, you're a good man for putting this on, Cliff. It's a lot to take care of. It's a labor of love. I'm, I, I know it is. Well, Cliff, thanks for taking the time to call in tonight and look forward to uh, the event on Tuesday. And, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be reporting on it next week for sure. Awesome. Thanks so much, y'all. Appreciate uh, the time. Uh, all right, Cliff. Have a good night and, and good luck on Tuesday. Thanks. That was, uh, that was Cliff Coy from the Boston Vet Center that, you know, this little idea he had to have That's a good. couple of his close friends over at the yeah. Constitution. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And no, no, didn't didn't work out. But, Just the uh, A-listers. All the Vietnam A-listers got invited. That, that, that's that's it. But um, you, you were nodding your head there, Michaela, because you recognize some of the, the, the speakers that they're going to have on. Yes, and also, I don't know if people really know this, but VA Boston, or I should say Boston, has the... Um, the headquarters for the Center for PTSD. Um, it's right here on the, I think it's on the 14th floor of VA oh, Boston. Jamaica Plain, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, the National Center of PTSD. That's the title. Yeah. And and I know Wally Musto with the track program is a dear friend of the shows and he, he's got some new uh, um, uh, projects he's going to un un unravel to us this this summer. So, uh, no, they're, they're, they're doing quite a job. And to talk, wrap it back around. People need to enroll in VA healthcare. A lot of people say again that they don't, that other people deserve it more than they do. But right here in New England, we have some of the best care across the country because all the residents who come in and people complain about the fact that oh my doctor was only here for a year and now I have another one that's because they're a resident and they're just doing their one year rotation but you have to remember all the attending physicians who are preceptors to them if somebody is here from in the psychology psychiatry area they have Harvard South Shore so those in, those physicians who are associated with them have credentials at that hospital so if you have somebody from mass general they have credentials sure. at mass general sure mass air and i bc Dana I mean, you, yeah. yeah and so we have like some of the best doctors and people come here to va boston Healthcare because of that reason well and I, and I would say not just here, and I said we have the best hospitals in the world here, yeah. and we are so lucky. When again, we talk to veterans around the country, and they, they virtually sooner or later you hear someone say, "Boy, I wish I would lived up there because you guys have got the best." We have them around the world. We yeah. we have open lines and and all, all the time, and I I don't think we've had two people call with a discerning, you know, statement yeah. in in eight years. Yeah. It, it just you don't hear of it. And, you know, when people do complain or it hits the media, that that complaint is probably very, very narrow. Yeah. But it's the squeaky wheel that gets the grease. And so all, these, all this bad stuff comes out when, in fact, 
that's probably like one in a I don't know how many. But, but that's what the media wants to wants right, to put lead. forth. That's what leads. You, you know, and that's why we started the show eight years ago because there's a lot of good stories going on. Yeah. But it it, it doesn't if 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 it bleeds it leads. Right. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, and uh, but we we have uh, great people like you, Michaela. You, you know that you haven't given enough. That that now you're out at, out all hours of the night. It's a good thing you got a. A, a wonderful companion there. Uh, Who's not over hardly, there? Not hardly snoring at all yet. Well, no, she is. You just can't hear her. <laughs> but, uh. you know, it goes back to the veterans, and, and I, I, I can't say this enough when I, when I talk with veterans one-on-one, and I hear them say, as McCullough said, you know, oh, I didn't do anything. And, um, you know, I hear that with a lot of Vietnam veterans, uh, wartime veterans. I don't use the word era because I've never heard of an era veteran in World War II, Korea, or anywhere else. But um, we were all wartime veterans, nine million of us who served. And when I hear a veteran say, I didn't do anything, I ask them, did you raise your hand? Did you go to training? Did you go where they sent you to go? Did you do what they told you to do? And that's your service, and be proud of it. Did you go to Norway? Yeah, I mean, did, I, did you go to I, Norway I, you know, to train in, in, a, in a snowstorm? And, and just really? to give you perspective of this, I had a young man talk about, you know, he was in a weather station somewhere, and a guy, a Navy guy, said to me, well, "Yeah, no, we used to love those guys because, you know, they're letting us know two days ahead of time what the weather's going to be, whether we're going to be able to move to a position where we could help the guys inland." You know, in Bomber Hill or whatever it was, and yeah. so I, I tell people whether it was the the guy who delivered mail, I guarantee you, oh, if you're, when you're away from booster. home and you get a letter, that that guy is everything. I mean, that 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 mail carrier is your lifeline to yeah. home. Yeah. You know, unlike today where you get on the internet, we didn't have that. Sure, sure. So. Well, and now let's uh, take a break so that our sponsors can uh, pay their regards to all the great veterans out there, and uh, we'll be back to. Finish up the show in just a couple of minutes. Thanks, everybody. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Greg Grosser, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here tonight, where we celebrate the, the brave men and women, uh, uh, the nine million that, that nine served. Nine served, yep. Uh, and, and so many... Uh, fifty-eight thousand names are inscribed in your wall, Justin. Yeah, the uh, the the you know, the wall has over fifty-eight thousand uh, names on it, uh, and uh, again, the numbers I put out before that uh, over sixty percent were under twenty-one years of age. Amazing, and amazing. A thousand lost their life on their first day, and about a thousand lost their life on their last day in country. Um, and we and we celebrate them, um, you know, on Memorial Day, and we we I, we talk about the sacrifices. Uh, but the wall, and for those who are, are, are looking for the wall here in Massachusetts, um, the address is 1082 Davol, D-A-V-O-L Street in Fall River. It's located about a mile north of the uh, Battleship Cove. Uh, we, uh, you know, it's open dawn to dusk. I, I've had so many veterans who have come to it. Um, it's has called the, the Healing Wall. The that, feedback's been amazing. Yeah. Um, and again, the other reason why we built the wall was... A lot of veterans are at the age where they can't go to Washington anymore. Yeah. The, the travel time, the expense, just to get to the even wall. the honor flight does a great job. Oh, but they still. do it right, yeah, but, but that's limited. Honor flight is still world. Well, it's dwindling, but no, it was. Yeah. I know, but I actually went on the fiftieth honor flight from here in Massachusetts um, through Joe Byron. Yeah, and 
that was like really emotional. And I had a Korean War veteran, and then we did have a couple Vietnam veterans who were terminal who were with us. Yet, the the emotions that yeah. poured out. Yeah, it it is amazing. And like I said, so this wall, and when we built it, we first we were calling it, you know, it's built it, and everybody's saying, well, it's in Fall River. And then I would say, it's it's not only the Massachusetts wall which covers Rhode Island. It's a regional wall. Sure it is. literally is New England plus because yeah. the nearest wall, I think, is Oklahoma. What a great uh, way to spend the, uh, the day. Oh, you can uh, go to Battleship Cove. All the rest Cove. of them. All, oh, Battleship Cove. Our, and, and then if, you, if you're if you at Battleship Cove, a lot of people, and I'm going to plug them, yeah. it, if you buy a two-day ticket, you go at Battleship Cove and then you see the park, the next day you can drive up here to Quincy and go to the USS Salem yeah. on the same ticket. An another great gem that's, yeah. that's, that's uh, underutilized. And anywhere in the state, it's you know even from Springfield, it's about a two-hour ride to Fall River. Um, so you can, you know, instead of, again, and it's not a traveling wall, you don't have to wait no. uh, for, you know, a certain day, and you can come at any time. It's nice and flat, level. It's great if you're handicapped. There's handicapped park, and it's easily accessible for handicapped folks. We're actually uh, now we're doing some more fundraising. We're actually putting a lower parking lot, handicap only, and we're going to have direct access for handicap right up into the wall. Nice. So, um, that's in the process. Uh, we're hoping uh, fall or maybe spring next year to get that completed. But um, And then eventually a pavilion uh, at the wall because we do have people who do leave items at the wall. But yeah. uh, like I said, no one person can do this project. Um, you know, someone said, well, thank you for what you did. And it's like, you know what, I was part of a great team. And I, and I can't talk enough about the team that we had. Uh, each person had their own specialty. Uh, I fundraise away from Fall River because I'm not from that area. So... A guy named Jack Sprague, who C-130 yep. mm -hmm. pilot, yeah, yeah. president great. of BCC, yep. great guy. Yeah. Uh, my wife used to say, "Oh, you're going out with your date?" Because Jack and I, <laughs> for like three years, we went to radio station. We came here to yeah. radio station. We were in, all over. Went out to the, uh, Springfield. We went to a you're VFW. On my radio show. Yeah. We went to VFW <laughs> out in three miles from the Vermont line. I mean, you know, Jack yeah. and I traveled. It was a great time, and uh, but everybody had a role to play. Yeah. And I was just lucky enough to be one of those players. Um, to, and to bring this to fruition, to see this at the end. Um, and when you come there as a veteran, uh, I really think for those, not only combat vets or in-country vets, but for anyone who served, it, 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 it's a symbol of what we went through. Um, it's a symbol of our generation who served as wartime veterans. Um, not era veterans, we are wartime veterans. We, we served from 1959 to 1975. And, um, and and I would I would recommend that civilians go to see it, not just veterans. Oh, I, I mean, so, yeah, they, yeah. so that they get an, a, a really yeah. to see the numbers fifty eight thousand names. Yeah. Yeah. and that the well, whole so it, it used to be called and it still is Bicentennial Park, but there's signs that say Iwo Jima Memorial. So yeah, that's the great big cornerstone that happened for that park and all the different monuments that have been moved there that were around the city. We have Korean War on Terror. The, actually the Gold Star State Monument is on site. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, and there's like I said, the, the when you get down there just the aesthetics of the park. It's right on the river. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's, it's absolutely it's beautiful. It's breathtaking. Yeah, it really and at is. night when it's lit up, uh, the wall is lit up. Um, the grounds are kept the immaculate. Grounds, we, yes. we have a contract. Uh, we, don't, we don't have the city keeping it. The, the committee stayed together. We have a, a, a private contractor who keeps the park 
uh, you know, cut and nice. dressed up. And, nice. Uh, we're actually going to be putting in more uh, more sod this uh, summer in another location in the park. Uh, but uh, for those veterans uh, within our voice, uh, if you can come tomorrow at uh, 1 o'clock, it'd be great. If not, plan on a trip down there, 1082 Duval Street, Fall River. Or Google us on our website, vietnammemorialwall.org. Um, or put in Fall River Vietnam Wall, you'll find our website. And if you can't find the battleship Massachusetts, don't bother. If you can't find Big Mammy, there's something yeah. wrong with no, you. No, there's something wrong. Um, Justin, you, you talk a lot about what Vietnam-era veterans, sorry, Vietnam War veterans, and your treatment in returning my error thanks you guys because if it weren't for you guys we wouldn't be treated the way that we were treated um when it was kind of a, like a guilty conscience no, no. Or, so, or an appreciation so of what you I went think, through i think what it was was when when they came home from from vietnam or from wherever they served they had to like hide and take off their uniforms and yet when Desert Shield, Desert Storm, when they were coming home, they had the yellow ribbons. Sure. They had all these welcome home parades. Yeah. So it completely changed. Well, I think the effort of the Vietnam veterans, again, our organization was chartered in 1985 because we weren't allowed to join the VFW. A lot of people, a lot of organizations, they never said it, but you weren't welcomed. Right. So in 1985, the Vietnam veterans got together. We chartered our own organization. And again, our, our main core was never again will one generation abandon another. And that was core for us. So that when a veteran came home, I, I've done it several times in the airport. I go up and I thank them. My wife and I are in Newport. We see you know, uh, somebody in uniform. We've actually bought them dinner and don't even tell them. We pay their bill. Um, and I think Vietnam veterans understand that. They understand how important a thank you, a welcome home yeah. for the combat guys yeah. um, who have never been welcomed. And, and for them now, they reach out to these young veterans and realize how important it is to be welcomed home because of what you did. You served. Your, your service means something. And I think that our effort in the last 25 years has helped the younger veterans. So, again, 1 o'clock tomorrow at uh, Fall River. And I wish all my Vietnam veteran, wartime veterans, uh, well and uh, hope to hear from them soon. And uh, while uh, Chuck is getting uh, some dental work taken care of, I wanted to uh, send his wishes uh, that everybody uh, remember uh, uh, what, what went on uh, uh, all those years ago. But no matter, no matter when you were there or when you weren't there, you're really important to us all. You're, you're, you mean the world to this country. And now with some war clouds maybe looming on the horizon, you're so much more important to us, and let not a day go by without us thanking you, which we are proud to do. So if you got some feelings, you want to talk to somebody, call 1-800-273-8255. Press 1 at the prompt. Uh, there's somebody out there that's dying to talk to you. So please, give us a call. Let us... Let, let us let us reach out and do what we do best, and uh, we'll promise not to send Wolfie over to see you. Uh, <laughs> Call or I'll come over the house. <laughs> that's that's, that's a, a little chilling, but uh, next week we got the return engagement of the Gold Star uh, of women here, and wow. I'm wearing my hockey helmet. Yeah, you better. Greg, I just want to say thank you for letting us come in and talk a little bit about this. We love you, Michaela. Come on anytime. 
Yeah. I don't have to tell you you're you're on here. Gino, thanks a lot, brother. Appreciate it. Ben, everybody, thank you so much for uh, keeping us going here. We'll see you next week, folks, and uh, Gold Star is coming. Look out.